politics has never been stranger or more online, which is why the politics team at Wired is making a new show, Wired Politics Lab. It's all about how to navigate the endless stream of news and information and what to look out for. Each week on the show, we'll dig into far-right platforms, AI chatbots, influencer campaigns, and so much more. Wired Politics Lab launches Thursday, April 11th. Follow the show wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Adam! Bo! Travis? Yes. Bo? Yeah. Travis? Yes. Hello? Hello? Yes. Bo? What? What? Tell me. Tell me. Listen, it's only appropriate now that we're closing out the year to check in with some of the people that have been on the show before and find out what they've been doing. For listeners, if you haven't heard these stories, you're going to get an idea of what's in them and go back and check them out. But listen, it's also a really great opportunity for you to check your cyber stuff at the door and figure out how you're doing. Because we're going to talk to our previous guests about what they were doing and what got them hacked and how they've reacted since then. So it's basically a question of are you cyber clean or are you cyber dirty? No, it's not a question of are you cyber clean or cyber dirty. That's a totally different question. One for, you know, not going to say who because, you know, that's a private, personal thing and we wouldn't know because we never hack people. But We're yeah. talking about hygiene, like dentists, doctors, cleanliness cleanliness is close Sorry, to cyber my godliness my bad i got you and speaking of cyber godliness mm-hmm. i'm adam i'm Bo. i'm travis and travis. he is the cyber god travis you weren't laying it on thick enough give us the voice of god come on say merry christmas or something merry christmas bitches <laughs> <laughs> All right, so first up, we have Joyce Bertner, one of my favorite humans ever on the planet. And if you remember, Joyce's favorite Mahjong game on her computer was actually a backdoor that helped a hacker access her bank account. And thankfully, they were able to stop that hacker before it got too bad. My husband was working upstairs, happened to come down where I was sitting in my kitchen. Uh, where I'm often because my router is nearby and I'm sort of saying, Chase, you know, there's a problem. And he immediately, I'm going down to Chase. And I'm like, now the guy is hearing this. And I said, I told you not to tell anyone. So at that point, he knows we've caught on. And then Jerry left quite immediately to go down to the bank. And then I hung up. And then they tried to call me back twice, both both guys, because I took their names down. I saw what numbers came up on the phone. I totally forgot this part. Sorry. The first guy says to me, 
I want you to download this software called TeamView, I believe it was. And I hate to say it, but I, I did it. And then all, you know, all the computer flashing numbers are, you know, all that. And I'm looking at it and like, oh my God, what did I do? So Joyce, welcome back. Well, thank you. It's delightful to be with you guys. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. And since Joe, uh, Bo was smitten <laughs> with your Mahjong game, we're going oh to let him start off. Well, I guess my first question is, so first of all, I have not started to play Mahjong because I, I'm a little stuck with Tetris right now. But, the, but the, the game sounds fascinating to me. Was the game ruined for you because of this thing, or do you still play? I still play, but with the holidays and people are in different places, we actually have not played as a group for a while. But you're still going. You're still doing it. It did oh. not deter you. Oh, yeah, it did not deter me. Absolutely. Excellent. Because I know when Joyce thinks about Mahjong, that little voice in the back of her head says, Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait. Well, just to get set the record straight, guys, I yeah. do love other things even more. Like Adam. Well, like, like reading a good book, like talking yeah, yeah. to you, yeah, yeah. like my uh, beloved family, friends, all that. So did you have you did you learn anything from that, from being on the show? Did anything did the, did it change any any of the ways that you approached life on on online? Well, I certainly do not open any attachments, and I, I'm getting swamped with all kinds of uh, emails now. I, I suppose from you know shopping online, uh, political ads, uh, shopping for ads for all kinds of things, and I'm. I don't open anything. I delete immediately. Not only that, but when Jerry comes home now, he has to actually authenticate himself with a thumbprint before you let him in the house. (laughs) 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 Well, have your friends been inspired? Because they've listened to the podcast, as I understand. Have they told you that they've changed any of their habits in terms of making themselves more secure? Uh, definitely a greater awareness of email, texting. Um, nobody's clicking so quickly when they get a text or an email without really thinking about it. So I, I, I certainly learned my lesson and I hope I conveyed my message clearly enough to help other people avoid what happened to me. Joyce, I have to say that I love your voice as much as you love our voices, and oh. it's very nice to hear your voice. But when I'm when I'm going into the the few games that I play, I remember your voice because I remember what happened to you. And the the fact is, these kinds of exploits and threats are ubiquitous, mm. and it's just some dumb bad luck that you can get mm. caught by them. And 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 um, you know shoring up the way that you do business, the way that you have your computer set up, the way that you have your finances set up on your computers, you know, sometimes it's the best you can do. And um, I learned that from from hearing your story. We really, we appreciate the update. We love you madly. And well, back to all of you. (laughs) A giant big hug. Sending, sending, sending bear hugs to you as well. Next up, we have Larry Jerome. Larry, like, So many of us, he clicked on what he thought was a normal, everyday, average 
internet link. Ah, the disguise they are. However, what happened was something he least expected. So I didn't, I didn't even question it. I called him back. So the guy gets me on the phone and says, yeah, we're from the fraud department at Amazon. And he gave me his name and his badge number and uh, a bunch of other things. And then he says, yeah, well, we'll get it back into your bank account. He says, I'll send you a link, click on it. And he says, a form will come up, fill it out. And he says, we'll put it back in your account. Well, I did. I clicked on it. I filled out the form. But in the meantime, I noticed a cursor on my my computer. So I said to the guy, I says, hey, what's this cursor on my computer? He says, I'm I'm going to help you fill out the form. Well, let me ask you, hold on a second there. Now, the cursor, you mean like when you're moving the mouse around on your computer, that thing that you so you put where you. Yeah, but I you, wasn't moving the mouse. Who was who was moving it? The he guy. Was. Yeah. So he was I, in your he was in your computer then. Right. Oh. I, it dawned on me after that. But what happened was once he got in the computer, then he uh, he showed me my bank account or a facsimile of. And he says, yeah, see the $499? I said, yeah, I see it in my account. He says, well, I'll put it back in now that you filled out the form. Well, I waited a few minutes, and then he shows me the bank account again, except he put $3,499.99 into the account. He put me on a phone with another guy who supposedly was his boss. And this guy gave me a name and a badge number and everything and says, yeah, we'll take care of it. He says, I can give you a $200 convenience fee uh, because we're putting you out. He says, but uh, we need $2,800. And I says, wow. The guy, then the other guy come back on and says, is there a CVS near you? And I says, not really. I says, I says, it's quite a ways away. He says, well, if you go to the CVS, I says, I can't go anywhere. I don't drive. I was getting annoyed. And I think he was too. And I says, look, I says, I can't get to the CVS. He says, well, I'll see if you can find a ride and get to the CVS and give me a call back. I says, well, hey, look, you put it in, you take it out. Larry, how have you been? Oh, doing pretty good. I just, uh, it took me about, oh, six months to get everything straightened out. Uh, I learned that a lot of my, the accounts that I had automatically coming out of my account still had the old account on it and I had to change them all. So yeah, it was a, it took better part of six months to get everything straight. So the direct debit. It actually it was the, right, was the problem right. because you had a chance. Well, that's one of the things that it, it's a, it's an it's enormously uncomfortable and annoying and time consuming to have to change all of that. Uh, but at least, you know, you're a lot safer for it. Well, it took me three months to get my Social Security straightened out, too, because they kept putting it into the old account, the one that I had frozen. Oh, wow. They kept putting it in there, and then I had to call Bank of America Fraud, and they would transfer it back. So, Larry, it's it's Bo here, and I got a question for you. Um, yeah, you uh, you are the the communications guy at is it the American Legion? I'm the uh, 
I'm the uh, service officer. Now, I assume because of that, everyone down there is aware of the things that happened and you gave them some good tips on how to stay safe? Well, let's put it this way. My sister-in-law, uh, Sue Tompler, who writes for the Free Press, Detroit Free Press, uh-huh. uh, right after that, she wrote an article and I printed up the article and I took it to all my organizations. I took it to American Legion. I took it to Alhambra. I took it to my bridge club. I took it I took it to everybody and, and, you know, gave them the copies and they got to read it. And, you know, if they had questions, I answered them. And in fact, it was a funny thing. Just two days ago, uh, a lady from the American Legion, who I know real good, her husband was caught on that. And she called me right away and she says, hey, is this what happened to you? And I says, yep. And she says, oh, good, because I told him and I, she says, I was going to check with you, make sure that was it. So, yeah, I told him. I knew it. Adam, I knew it. I knew that Larry was was born going to be a cyber warrior, a scam fighter. And he has proven himself to be the guy with the eagle hat fighting crime. He is a cyber celebrity now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, I know, but I, let's put it this way. I'm not ashamed to tell everybody it happened. That's the problem. A lot of people would be ashamed to tell people and just keep it to themselves. No, that's not me. I, it, if somebody asks me or I tell them, I let them know because it, it can easily happen to anybody. No, and that's the important thing, is that in this case, sharing is caring. Yep. And it's caring about yep. everyone else mm-hmm. that, you know, people are willing to be selfless about this and say, look, it happened to me, and I fought my way through it, yeah. and I would like to avoid you having to go through the same thing. And there's nothing to be ashamed of. We no. operate in a shame-free zone, you know? Correct. Well, you know, I when I took it to American Legion, yeah. uh, Quite a few of the people there approached me afterwards and said, hey, that happened to me. Yeah. You know, and, and mm-hmm. I says, oh, well, <laughs> you know. So now everybody knows, everybody, you know, they tell everybody. And which it just, you know, it multiplies. So That's maybe- right. It's called threat sharing. As a matter of fact, one of the things the government is trying to do a little bit more of, too, is with public-private partnerships, is is the more you share information about the threat and about things you can do to deal with the threat, the safer we're all going to be. Yeah, because these scams they they rely on 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 the shadows on 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 people not talking about it, and so they can keep just spreading around. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's like. Now I'm leery about a lot of things because when you called this morning, I didn't recognize the number. I wasn't about to answer it. And I knew you know? that's what you did. And I was so happy. <clears throat> I was, I knew you were like, nope, I'm not picking up that phone. And I left a message and I knew you'd call me back. And what did you maybe call me back five minutes later? Yeah. yeah. But uh, no, if I, if I don't get a message, that number goes blocked. I don't even bother with it anymore. That's no, you're a thousand percent right, because if they had some important message to impart to you that was legitimate, they would actually leave a message. 
Now that doesn't mean that every time someone leaves a message, you can believe them. No, but, no, uh, no. but, but it's, it's that's how good. I got hooked in the first place. That's right. But it, it's good. It's good to question to, you know, they talk about a zero trust environment. Well, unfortunately, now well, we're all in a zero trust environment when it comes to anything. It's in that way with emails, too. Emails yeah. the same way. I'm inspired, Larry. I feel like uh, <laughs> that we are we are all kindred well, spirits here. Well, it's it's one of those things. And, you know, I'm older. All right. And and like even now, I'm finding things out about my phone that I never knew before, only because I'm not computer literate like the kids are nowadays. Right, right. Okay, I can I can maneuver through a computer, but not as good as they do. And so, yeah, I could easily I could easily get caught up in anything, you know. But but Larry, you know, also just one quick thing, and then we have to wrap it up. But and it's so great to have had you here, is that. Kids are increasingly being the targets, and I don't mean young kids. Right. I mean, you know, older kids, simply because they get online and they, they're part of what I call Gen I, which is Generation Invincible. They're trusting, okay. they, they're open, and they're used to sharing or <laughs> sharing, and they fall for it. Oh my God. That is good. In Generation Invincible, I have not heard, and I really like. Larry... Thank you so much. We appreciate hey. the check-in and keep fighting the good fight. Anytime for you guys. I appreciate everything you did and uh, all the information I got from you guys. Well, thank Happy you holiday. so much. Happy right. holiday. Thanks so much. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, when we come back, we're going to be checking in with MAGA troller Rory Kortick. Stick around. Let's talk about weight loss. Most of us have been there, struggling with the ups and downs. You lose some weight, then it creeps back. But forget those endless cycles of juice cleanses, soup diets, and the latest fad workouts. There's a better way. The Rogue Body Program pairs a weekly weight loss shot with a real lifestyle change so you can lose weight and actually keep it off. Need support? Rogue's got you covered every step of the way. And guess what? You can do it all from the comfort of your own home. No more doctor's appointments, no more waiting rooms. It's that simple. Ready to take charge of your weight? Head over to row.co slash Adam to sign up today. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in a year. That's with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.co slash Adam. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash A-D-A-M. This spring, get out there, enjoy the weather, and recapture the magic of riding a bike. 
with electric e-bike. With an amazing variety of models built for riders of all abilities, it's never been easier to fall in love with riding again. Plus, every electric e-bike ships free and only requires quick, toolless assembly. This is my first ever e-bike, and the experience has just been great. I was a little bit intimidated at first because I hadn't gone biking in a while, but the 500-watt motor that the electric e-bike comes with really gives you a nice little boost, especially if you're trying to go uphill or pick up some speed. Data shows that e-bike riders take their bike out more often. That means... You get more exercise, more exploration, and wait for it, fresh air. And riding an e-bike isn't like, it's not cheating. It's just making it possible for you to be out there longer on each ride. And speaking of things going a little slower, you can finance electric e-bike for as little as $49 a month. Get into spring with electric e-bikes, the number one selling e-bikes in the nation. Get your adventure started at electricebikes.com. And please mention that What the Hack with Adam Levin sent you in the post-checkout survey. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes dot com. Roy Cordick joined us for our first episode to tell us a story about trolling MAGA types after the January 6th insurrection. The Capitol wasn't the only thing they invaded. They also found their way into his computer. Right before the inauguration, I think when Parler got kicked off of their own um, their own app was shut down by, I don't know, was it Amazon or Apple? Everyone kind of shut them down. And it was in the news that everyone from Parler was migrating to Telegram. So just was doing a search for like Parler on, on Telegram and saw like, I mean, it was like tens of thousands of people filling up these rooms and just wanted to kind of observe. I had never been on Parlor, so just wanted to observe the kind of crazy QAnon chat going into what was a really scary inauguration, just, you know, and... Um, being in those rooms was just a little too tempting to get into conversations with people. Um, it went from lurking to trolling. I mean, I got kicked out of like room after room and we go to like a different parlor room. Um, but you just, were being, you were being very, very provocative as I recall. I, I mean, yeah, we were like, uh, like the, my pillow guy, he's not even giving the troops pillows, like just freaking out over things. It just, it's like trying to be as funny as possible. Um, and then they would just, They'd out us. Gotten kicked out of like the really bigger rooms and was just then I couldn't even find any more parlor rooms. So I went to look for different QAnon rooms and I saw one. It had, it was like maybe 20 or 30 people, same routine, like just was troll posting. And there were these crazy like gifts I'd never seen, like evil clowns with their arms and like jaws opening and I mean, that to me seemed like it could have been uh, some kind of virus. But in any case, so I'm posting, posting, posting. They're like, you know, yelling back at me, this or that. Then all of a sudden I see a picture posted and it was a picture of me that doesn't exist on the Internet. That's like only on my phone and my computer. That's pretty scary. Thanks for coming back, Roy. I'm glad that you were able to come back, that someone hadn't taking you away by now. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Roy, you you spending any more time trolling uh, Trumpies and anti-vaxxers? 
No, after that, never again. I'm not antagonizing any QAnoners or um, no more evil uh, clowns. Then, yeah, yeah. Did I did have some it? weird charges on a credit card, but I I don't think it was QAnon related. Um, just saying. Yeah. Did you buy a Trump shirt or something? What what was it? It was um it was Sam's Club. What is that? Is that like a Costco or something? It's something yeah. I don't belong to. Yeah. And yeah, there were like three forty nine ninety nine charges in a row. That sounds like a pretty typical somebody got your credit card number scam. Yeah, they sent me a warning thinking I get double charged. And I was like, I don't even belong to Sam's Club. No, but I do thank you for letting me use your credit card when I went over Uh, there. (laughs) And the T-shirts are great. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. We've, we've neglected to tell you that the whole you remember I was on that Telegram thread with you trolling the QAnon people. Yeah, but I was actually there hacking your computer so that Adam could get your credit card number so that he could spend forty nine ninety nine at Sam's Club. Six months later. So yeah, that's he... how it works. You do it later so that they can't tell. Because as we say, the family that spends together ends together. So hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So did you learn anything from the show other than that you're never going to troll the bad guys again or the good guys or whoever the guys are? Um. I don't think so. No, I mean, I haven't been following like the computer hygiene you suggested, like shutting everything down every night. It's just too, too much effort to put in a million passwords every morning and open like the 20 screens I have open. So password manager, password manager. I mean, Safari does it for me quite a lot. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, but so still, tell us that you at least have an extremely, extremely complex Apple password. Um, no. yeah, no, I never remember it. I'm, I'm resetting it all the time. It's all right. Bo, right? Bo's We're gonna have to beep this whole thing. Like, this whole thing has to be beeped. Come on, Roy. <laughs> like all my right. Apple ID, you mean? Yeah. We're gonna have to make Roy T-shirts and sell them from the site, Adam. Yeah, and the slogan is going to be "Make Cyber Great Again." Yeah, or don't be like Roy. Roy. <laughs> <laughs> right. well, Instead of like that. As long as I'm not that, antagonizing the QAnoners, it seems like I'm pretty safe out there. Like they pretty much know. antagonize themselves, so I wouldn't, you know. Well, no, but I don't. I I do. I'm, I'm going to put a bet down now, Roy. First of all, thanks for coming. It is nice of you to come and drink sarsaparilla with us on your. Uh, on your work day, but I want to um, just put a shit on the table. Excuse yeah. me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to come back as a guest. We're going to get another good story. Oh, without without question. 100%. Travis? Mm-hmm. Yep. Sounds like <laughs> <it>. <laughs> All right, right. We'll be we'll be circling back with some password advice after we get off the phone, okay? <laughs> Okay. All right. Thanks for coming back. Thanks, Thanks Roy. Thanks. Bye. See you. Um, all right. So let's let's do the poll now. How fast do we see Roy again? Mm. Well, it what is it six months? How long was it before you did that charge for forty nine ninety nine on his card? Ten minutes. 
Oh, I see. You just put... Um, I'm going to say it's going to be in the fall of 22. That's when I think it'll happen. What about you, Travis? I'm uh, thinking Valentine's Day, 22. Ooh. I was going to go with spring, so we're pretty much on the same page. Wait, no, we yeah. got to pick. You can't say spring because that means you're going to come back and say, I said spring and I win. I'm saying fall, and I'll specify. I'm going to say it's going to happen in October of 2022. I'm saying first six weeks of the uh, year. Hmm. All right, January 3rd. <laughs> what? Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next we're talking to Jake Perron because he tells me always how to pronounce his name correctly. And Jake went overseas to Iran, so we now call him Jake from Iran, and his password management wasn't exactly as good as it should have been. So what happened, Jake? So this is a this is a a very very popular and widespread and uh, I think pernicious scam. When you got it, when you first opened it, how'd you feel? Well, look, I was terrified. I I opened it and my immediate thought was, how do I buy Bitcoin? And I remember I had like a 10X wallet from years ago. My immediate thought was like, okay, just like let this go. But, you know, between me and you, Adam, and Bo, you too, yeah. I, I don't look at a lot of porn. I can probably count on one hand the number of times I've looked at porn. It would be one hand. I don't want to ask which hand. <laughs> I so immediately like I was suspicious, but I was also you know terrified. I called my friend who's an attorney, and I I said, "What do I do?" You know, I I also I work in news. I run a lot of background checks. So I, I ran background checks on this email address to see if it would pull up anything. I tried to, you know, figure out who was contacting me. And I, I could not. I spent a couple of hours being terrified, thinking that, you know, the, the one of five times that I have looked at porn, it happened to be hacked uh, with my video camera. And, and then immediately, you know, I, I guess I just kind of um, decided that it was, it was going to take the chance that they were going to hopefully not send out this wonderful video that he said he created. Wait, so didn't you didn't you reach out to me, Jake? As I recall, you told me you you got this thing, but it, was it after the fact and you just had already decided it was fate was going to take you one way or another? I think when I told you about it, it had already passed. Uh-huh. But you know, it's it has stuck with me. Like, does this video exist? Is it out there? You know, it's it's really strange that he had my password. What happened with your password management, Mr. Sacrebleu? Have I, have I made any um, big changes in my password management? Yes, have we, we, we all uh, want to know. Have we slightly altered our behavior pattern? <laughs> We're all looking for a quick hit off your bank account, so yes or no? Here's, here's what I've done. I started using the Google suggested strong passwords. Right. Okay. Um, but I've found one that I've committed to memory. What? Ooh. It's a very strong one. I've committed to memory. Wait, and I, you, a random one? Yeah, a random one. A random one that Google suggested. Wow. Uh, and I committed it to memory. It's 18 or 20 digits. What is it? And, um, <laughs> it's your social security number, Bo. <laughs> it's actually... His and your social security numbers together, and we're you still know, short a couple. But numbers. you know, like in a calculator, when you type out five oh oh five, 
five something. It spells out a boobs. Uh, my social H-O-A, security H-O-A, number. His yeah, social security number. Oh. His social security and my social security number. What do they spell? I I lost the joke. Eh. Anyway. Boobless. Boobless. Eight zero zero eight seven three five five. Talk for yourself, buddy. I'm old. Um. So. <laughs> so what did you? What did you learn? Did is that all you learned? You didn't well, learn anything okay. else? No, I've come here to say, yes, I've heeded your advice. I've started using the suggested strong passwords. Where I have fallen short is that I have just started using the one suggested strong password oh, across. No. Adam, is he is he all right, we gotta do another pool. Sorry, buddy. We were already doing pools on people who are going to get got again. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say, I am going to say, I got I got Valentine's Day on this one. He's going to get catfished or something. I'll go, e- I'll go Easter. The bunny will come after him. Okay. I'll go St. Patrick's Day. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's true. You're wearing green today, so, so why would yeah, There you go. We're, we're thinking you're going to get hacked again, mister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had, I had my my Amex was hacked last week. Does that count? There was a thirteen hundred dollar charge at what? Walmart. Nice. No, I needed those Christmas lights. I hope you didn't mind. <laughs> Sam's Club and uh, Walmart are owned by the same uh, company. That's so, right. Yeah. Mm, it seems to be a little bit of a thing going on around here. Hmm. <laughs> Adam, you really not, should knock it off because actually the person who we spoke to just previous to you, who yeah. had a problem with an evil clown. Also mm-hmm. by Adam. That's true. I've been very busy. Very busy. So, I'm, 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 that's why I need a break. That's why it's good that Christmas is coming. But remember, uh, snitches get stitches, so don't say anything to Amex. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> just, just remember, see, see, one of the things that we're trying to get people to understand is you can have a completely indecipherable password. Yeah. But unfortunately, it could be a discovered indecipherable password. Right. And now, once you remember, have I been pwned? Jake, you went on. I have I been pwned? We went there with you on the episode, and you saw your password, which was not Sacrebleu, because we don't even think that's funny. Um, and it was. Tell us what it was. No. Anyway, I thought it was funny. <laughs> we saw. We saw your password there, and it was we. T- Adam told you the same thing. He told you the exact same thing. He said, "If, if it's complicated but discovered, it's no good. It's no good. It's no bueno." Uh uh-uh. uh It's like Jake, Jake, Jake. What do you? You know, doing? gentlemen. I I don't complicated, but discoverable is a a really catchy phrase that I don't remember you saying but it makes sense <laughs> we might not have said it but now we have don't you like that <laughs> very important complicated but discoverable <laughs> all right so this was good that we came back we circled back we have saved you I yes mean, even ruined our pool probably because you're going to take this into account right you're going to do this you're going to do it wait bo when when is your bed up that's <laughs> not, <laughs> my I, i'm not telling you if you don't remember because i'm right <laughs> all right so do it jake get yourself a password manager you got it and thank you jake prone i love that <laughs> it just, i love it it just rolls off my tongue prone. bye jake thanks all right thanks, thanks. Jeff. bye guys thank you 
Okay, so we're checking in with Emily McVicker. Now, she makes music for people on Twitch. And someone tried to scam her for a song, but she narrowly escaped the clutches of Barth. Uh, I'm like taking notes. I was thinking like, okay, what would this kid, what would like really rock this kid's world on his birthday to hear all his interests and his name in one song? So I uh, was going back and forth on what the song would be. And the, the guy goes, oh, you know, what? I want to I really appreciate what you do. So I want to pay you three hundred dollars. It's like, great. So this is All also right. not unusual because on Twitch, I have some really, really generous patrons that support my music. I was like, great. I said, uh, you can pay me Venmo and PayPal or PayPal. Well, what happened? They said, um, well, I have actually have to pay you through a business account and we can't do third party apps. So I'm just going to need your email and in your full name. I was like, OK, well, it's going to delay the process. But my email and my full name are not uh, really that private of information. It's on my website. It's on everywhere. And so I gave them those things and they're like, oops, my accountant accidentally wrote three thousand dollars instead of. $300. But don't worry, LOL. I trust you to send back the $2,700 difference. Oh. Ah. <laughs> oh the web it's, that has been woven. That's, that's stinky little. Emily, welcome back. We missed you. We love you. I sing the Travis Taylor song every time I call him. Oh, well, thanks for having back. And Travis's kids sing it to him. You know, Travis is Travis is now famous because of you. Travis, you're welcome. Yeah, but thanks. I think. Uh, <laughs> so he's gonna Still write the Emily McVicker song. Go on, Travis. Yes, I'm indeed blushing. You're awesome, Travis. Here we go. This is what the hack with Adam Levin. <laughs> I love it. Well, I had so much fun recording that podcast with you guys. And uh, yeah, that narrow escape from Barth Spider. So for those who may not have actually heard the episode, which was fabulous, can you give a brief sort of summation of what it was? What happened to you? I, I, um, I had been getting repeated commissions for songs where the commissioner tried to overpay me for my services. Um, in hopes that I would send back a couple thousand dollar difference. I, I wish it. someone would offer me to pay me at all for anything I do, but you know, hey. Adam, one get day, off of it. You know it was you. One day, one day, maybe I can be Emily McVicker. I want to be <clears throat> Emily McVicker. Well, you'll, you'd really want to be me if I somehow figured out a way to scam the scammer, but I'm still working on that. Yeah, you have to come back if you do figure it out. I got to keep listening to your podcast so that I think of something. <laughs> I have to jump in here. I'm just going to tell everybody listening to the show that this is not a place to come to learn how to do a crime, okay? <laughs> so just bug off if you think that's what you're doing. Now, if you so happen to figure out how to do a crime and you make a ton of money, we expect a VIG, right, Adam? Yes, absolutely. 100%. So, Emily, we'll tell you how to do it, but you better cough up some dough our way. Okay, good. I have some scam ideas, too. I can share them with you off the air. Oh, excellent. <laughs> On the down low, yeah. <laughs> so you've been, you've been approached since, yeah? Um, 
it, yeah, just, you know, it, it, but it's very familiar now because the, the first me, em, the first message always starts with, Hey, do you write originals? Mm-hmm. Oh, it does always. It, pretty much always. And so I spot it and I, I don't really know where to go from there. I tried, I tried to occupy the last person and get more and more info and try to negotiate harder of like, well, this is the way I like to get paid. And yeah, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do this for your holiday gift. We are going to right now, as we're sitting here together, Travis hitting the bass, Adam doing his thing and me doing my thing. And maybe even you, we're going to give you a song to send them. Ready? Screw you. Screw you. Screw you. Screw you. Screw you. No song. I know you. You ought to screw you for crying. You mess with Emily. Wow, she's very quietly. That's the. I don't know how you can make a make the finger audible, but that was good. And for the listeners at home, I was giving all the guys a friendly finger. Yeah, screw you guys. That's all that. That's no music for you. Sending love with the cyber finger. Yes. So we're going to have to, I think that's what you should do, though. You should make it Emily Vickers original. That is actually a go screw yourself. Emily, as we love to say, we love you. And we thank you very much for coming. And we want to hear from you in the future. We want to know what's going on. And we want you to write a song for Bo. 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 Adam. Can you make a song called Badam? Datum is no, Adam and Datum. Like Adam and Bo, Batum. Or, or Abo. Abo. Ado. Uh, yeah, I could. I could. Or, or if you do a song for the anything. three of us, if you, you do a song do for the three of us, we can call it She Tab. can do anything. And, uh, well, listen, we, um, I think, Adam, when we come back in the new year, we're going to have to have an Emily McVicker song, so we're going to have to get in touch about this. Okay. Deal. Deal. Yeah, sounds good. And also, right. we got to talk about my scam idea, because in order oh, for, for my sure. song premise to work, we have to figure out a way for the scam to work. Okay, deal. I have a feeling we're going to get scammed, but all right. <laughs> so here's the deal. I use Yahoo Finance. I use it to make money because it works, not just because they're a sponsor of the show. Heck, I've been using them for years before they ever called to become a sponsor. I do a lot of investing, and I need to make split-second financial decisions, and that's where Yahoo Finance comes in. I trade stocks, and I trade options, and you can't trade them in a vacuum. You've got to know what's going on. Yahoo Finance gives you the opportunity to look at the whole picture. I mean, breaking news, editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts. I love the customizable charts. They have it all. At Yahoo Finance, I'm part of a community of over 90 million users. You heard me. 90 million folks use Yahoo Finance because they're helping you on your way to financial success. Visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com, yahoofinance.com. Okay, so so last but absolutely not least is our good friend Mary White. 
and Mary got catfished by somebody setting up a hospital overseas. Uh-huh. This is where it gets tricky, you guys. Okay, this is when you got to really get your antenna up because, um, oh, it's turning out that customs is holding on to the MRI machine and the X-ray machine, and they need $15,000 to get them. Big ticket Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this guy isn't messing around. And they need $15,000 to get it out of customs. I'm like, well, gee, that's too bad. You know, sorry to hear it. Mm -hmm. Um, He goes, well, is there any way you could help us out? What? You're a a redoctor, and you, you have enough money to open up a free clinic, but you can't get your stuff out of customs? Uh, so red flag, right? Red right. flag. I've been doing this long enough. I can. I know, red flag. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to see how this plays out. So I told him, oh, gee, I, I wish I could help, but, you know, I just don't have the money. And, and I'm not going to give you $15,000. I don't even know you, right? But I didn't say that. Just like, sorry, can't help. We continue every morning, every evening. These messages are just lovely. About another week, he's like, oh, you know, things are still stuck in customs. If you can even help us with five grand, because I'm real worried about the equipments. I went, wait a minute, equipments? So, Mary, have you been? And has anyone tried to catfish you recently? And did you rebuff them viciously? <laughs> viciously. <laughs> viciously. No. <laughs> anymore, anymore. Um, well, obviously, since that last experience, I um, I don't have anybody remotely like that approaching me anymore. Um, mostly because I got off all the dating sites because they were just a pain in my ass. You know, <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, it's a great way to meet people. But, you know, if you don't meet someone in a couple of weeks, pretty soon all you're doing is handing out fucking resumes. <laughs> Hornier and hornier, you know. So, don't you be trying to get your hands on my resume. That's right. There's nothing sexy about that. Uh uh. I know exactly. Anyway, so I'm I'm not getting catfished. I'm taking a little break. Uh Um, I am, however, eating a lot more sugar. So I don't know. Have you guys noticed a correlation between horniness and sugar consumption? Hell yeah. Right? 100%. I don't eat sugar, so that must be why my libido committed suicide. I don't know. No, Adam, <laughs> come on. Listen, sugar and sugar and sex have to be very similar in your brain, I bet. I'm, I'm keeping out of this one. But I do know that Mrs. Travis goes, Travis, he's sweet. It's my boy. <laughs> oh, that's very nice. <laughs> my wife calls me many things, but sweet has never been one of them, I think. Uh, <laughs> So I have a question, Mary. I have a question yes. for you. You know, after you were on with us and we talked about this story, which was kind of nuts. I mean, really nuts that somebody would be like, hey, you know, my x-ray machine is stuck in customs. Could you give me five grand? Um, I know. It's nuts. But um, did, did you sure you want like, to talk about Mary's x-ray machine? Recount, and, you know. <laughs> recounting the story, like, did that, did that have anything to do with your decision to take a break or did you just feel like it was a, was, was not a good, you know, sometimes like online is like the worst neighborhood in the, in the entire planet being online where you don't know anybody and it's, you know, you could be anybody. Well, you know, that, that doesn't really bother me too much Mm. because, you know, I don't get out enough to meet people in real life anymore, Uh you know? So I think online is the way a lot of us have relationships. Sure hopefully, you know, can translate, but 
him being an, an asshole didn't affect me. You know, oh, it was good. just, um, okay. Between us girls, I did have after that catfishing, I did have a five month relationship with a tall, handsome gentleman, okay. but he lived, um, he lived too far away and it got too hard and we just had to say, no, you, okay. you're geographically undesirable. Oh, the GU thing. Yes. I yeah. remember that. Right. G-U. Oh man. Yeah. It's a thing. Huh. So I'm going to start back up though in January. You guys watch. I'm going to be dating up a storm. All right. Maybe. Are you going to catfish anybody? Yes. Oh, good. We want to hear all about it. <laughs> no, I wouldn't know how to tell you the truth. <laughs> no, I know. Well, I don't know. Mary, what we want you to do is to is to set up a catfish thing on Bo. See if he goes for it. Oh, all right. No. I'm game. I'm game. And the other thing is, do you, do you, we would love it if you have some sort of, uh, cannabis cookery suggestions for the holidays yes well my suggestion is ingest early ingest often and be medicated around your relatives it's the only way you're going to survive okay boy you are not you're not wrong on that one what's (laughs) the what is the what is what book should we send people to if you're looking to hear more of mary who is really truly awesome what what should they read mary they should read Everyday Mary J, which is my cannabis cookbook. It's not really so much great reading, but there's some good recipes in there. And you can see the pictures of my cat. Excellent. Oh, that's who I sleep with now, by the way. Yeah. Just so you know. It's safer. <laughs> I know it is. There, there are so many ways that I could get in trouble for that. So if I, I know. I won't talk about that. Stand but down, anyway. Johnny Carson. Yeah, relax here, son. <laughs> Hey, listen, you guys Marie, are cool. We we can't thank you enough for coming on again, and we do we love having you on this show. Love well, it, and we want you to come back because I have no doubt you're going to come back with some really cool stories, especially how you catfish Bo. Okay, I'm going to get right on that seriously, and I do want you guys to have beautiful holidays. You know, have a good time, get high, have sex, eat food, relax. I'm liking that. I am liking that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And let's talk in the new year, gentlemen. Heck yeah. All right. Happy 2022. Thanks, you guys. Thanks, Mary. Thanks. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, listen, echoing what Mary said, thank you all for listening to What the Hack and a happy, healthy holidays. And please come and join us next year. What the Hack with Adam Levin is a production of Loud Tree Media. It's produced by Andrew Stephen, the man with two first names. You can find us online at loudtreemedia.com and on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Adam K. Levin.